Hi, this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today I wanted to talk about getting unstuck. And for many people who are neurodivergent or are processing trauma or are in complete overwhelm by something, it can be really hard to get going on a project. And also, um, sometimes when we are rolling, we don't know how to stop or take pauses. Um, We just want to keep going. I'm mainly going to be talking about how to initiate things because I think that's one of the hardest things. It can be very hard for for us to be sitting in a comfortable position, um, watching comforting things on uh, a show or something and being in that comfortable state and then going to doing something harder. And I work with my son on this a lot. It's really hard. Um, and even when I explain it to him, it's like, you know, I, you know, I know it can feel so good to our bodies to want to stay in that comfort zone, but there are things that need to be done for the day and to keep doing every single day to make progress on things. So one of the things that I try with him is distracting. So a lot of the time his brain is like going ruminating on, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I I've experienced this as well. Your brain just kind of loops and goes, no, do not want to do. It's not comfortable. It's not something that I want to do right now. And how do you get over that? So usually doing something to kind of distract your brain from ruminating on that. So whether it's putting on some music, talking to someone, someone who's going to say, you can do this, right? You want to hear something from someone who is on your side and it negates those um, intrusive thoughts of saying, oh, how could you do this? Or you're not good at this, or this isn't something that's going to help you in any way. Like those intrusive thoughts, you want to kind of counterbalance that and fill that void, push those aside, fill that void with something really um, healthy for you to hear, which is you've got this. Um, Look at these first couple steps. You can do even this first step, you know, stuff like that, because it really does help and it distracts the brain from just cycling over and over on that. Another important part can be about what you can visualize for the end result to be. And that end result doesn't mean completion of the project. I think many times we want to look at maybe a you know, tons of boxes sitting there. And especially if they're papers that you have to go through, it's very hard. That first, that's a very hard task to do. But we look at those like three boxes of papers, let's just say, and we go, wow, that's going to take me hours and hours to do. So what instead, if what we can do instead is to look at it and go, I'm only going to look at one box today. Like that's it. That's all we're doing or half of a box and actually portioning that out. So you only see that part of it and making it really clear to your brain that this is all there is. And you can take breaks during that and you can do other things. You can kind of make it fun with um, any kind of sensory experience, whether it's music or 
putting on a show in the background or um, having candles lit or just something that kind of gives you an environment that goes, okay, this is the time that I'm kind of deep thinking, going through something, and there's going to be an end because I can visualize what that looks like in the end. And once I do this six times, if I'm doing half a box, I will get it all done. And I can look forward to having like all of that actually taken care of. So how do we visualize what the end result is? Maybe it's a singular project and you're putting something together that's like a filing system. So what does that look like? What is it? Is it stacked vertically or horizontally or in a book or in a hanging um, file organizer? Like what does that look like when it's done? And the more easily you can see that, you know the steps to take to get that done. It's more easily, more easily, um, like achievable if you're visualizing as like these hanging folders, instead of going, I have no idea how to do this. I don't know what products I need. I don't know how I'm going to like actually categorize things. But when you see like these hanging folders that maybe are organized by month or by categories, or by person that affects whatever it is, you can visualize it and you're like, oh, oh, okay, I can do that. Oh, I know what I'm done because I'll, I'll actually be seeing what I'm visualizing in my head. And there are people have, who have trouble visualizing and that can be um, a disability un, unto itself. It's can, there can be struggles around that. And it's not your fault at all. But just to know, like, there are other people out there who can help you visualize and kind of see, well, what is that end result going to be? It could be that um, you're using tactics like limited time, limited scope. Um, it, it really helps to go, okay, I'm going to set, it could be a Pomodoro timer where you're just working for about 25 minutes, then take five minutes off. You could um, do that repeatedly over a day, or you could do like, I'm only going to spend 20 minutes every day on this. And that way I know I'm not going to burn out by doing this because I'm only doing a little bit each day and I can spread this out over time and also have brain power to make other decisions in my life. Because whenever you're working on a bigger project, and making decisions, you're using up that decision power that you have. Like we have only so many, you know, ability, the ability to make so many decisions in one day and that's okay. You know, we, we use those up and then that means we need to rest. That means that we need to then do something the next day or put off things until the next day. Is it that you can incentivize yourself? Is there any kind of rewards that you can give yourself that are really going to be beneficial in the long run? So it doesn't have to be centered around food or money or anything like that. It can be rewards of, you know, unlocking something that you want to have access to. It can be, um, smaller rewards of some kind. It can be spending time outdoors with friends, 
something that's going to be beneficial in the long run so that you're not like withholding things from yourself or punishing yourself like that. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, it's because that, that kind of defeats the purpose. The, the purpose of this is to help your life in the long run and to show that you can do hard things at times and that you can get through projects like this. The, the end result is that you want to see that you can do this in a way that works for you. And so if you are just beating yourself up about it and you're saying, well, then I just won't have access to something and withholding and just getting into these loops of like, look how bad I am and I can't do this. That's not going to help you in any way that what we want is just this positive, like, let's try, let's get curious. Um, we may be surprised at ourselves and we also may be surprised at obstacles that pop up that we never thought of, but it's not our fault for not thinking through everything. We can do our best and then things pop up and it's how we deal with those situations as they pop up. It's, are we asking for help? Are we pausing and saying, okay, I need to do more research to figure out my next steps? Is it, I just need to take a break. I need to refuel, replenish myself before I keep going. Um, it's how we can be resilient through those things and see that if someone, if like 10 other people do it one way and you do it a different way, that's still beautiful, right? So looking at the actual process of doing things as well, as I said, like if a ton of other people are saying, well, this is how you organize a drawer of socks and this is the right way to do it. You can be greatly discouraged because you look at that and you're like, I don't work that way. And, um, I, I can't color code them all the time. I can't keep them rolled up in sock balls all the time. I don't have the time to match everything, whatever it is like, then that's not you. That's not you. And we don't have to be stuck in the, I, I can never get my sock drawer organized. It's coming up with a way that works for you. So what if you had all the same socks? So you never had to match them. What if you had a bin instead of a drawer that you just toss all the socks into? You never have to roll up a single sock ball again. And that works for you. Like we want to see what works for you and come up with tools and come up with any kind of processes that just really fit your brain and how you're going about your day-to-day -day life. If you're just so busy, then subtract things that need to be done that can save, save you a lot of time and see if that helps. And the last thing I want to talk about is there could be a lot of emotional feelings underneath getting certain things started. So it could bring up a lot of family trauma or emotional trauma you may have experienced in the past, and that may be holding you back from completing the next step that you really do want to get done. I know I have felt many times I'm like, why can't I do this? And there is a 
a reason. And I had to unearth that reason. I had to get therapy. I had to dig down deep and go, what really is going on here that's keeping me back? That's keeping me stuck in what I am doing. And there needs to be healing. And there needs to be um, introspection and really going, okay, it is safe for me to take the next step because usually it's grounded in unsafety. And so looking at things, even if it's organizing a sock drawer, there can be a lot of trauma around it that is keeping you from doing something that really helps you. It's not about doing it right. It's not about doing it like everyone else, but it's doing it in a way so that you can feel better about your days moving forward. So I hope that helps. And if you want any support in any of this and figuring out how to get unstuck from something, um, I'm not a therapist. I can't do therapy, but I do work with a lot of people in how to get through their next stuck session into getting unstuck and moving forward and making progress at whatever rate works for them. So my contact info is in the description. Until next time, take care and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast.